it's December 2nd when we're recording. <laughs> I didn't have a name for everybody this week. I'm behind on my... I definitely thought you were going to say, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> well, you just gave me inspiration. I'm not going to do that next week, but everybody watch out. It'll happen. I mean, the boo is still... That can't be touched, honestly. <laughs> the boo is my favorite. <laughs> That'll be my goal for 2022 is to think of more chaotic things to <laughs> scream into the beginning of this episode. This uh... has been manic professionally, so wasn't as sharp on my A game. I feel like a lot of people, not just myself, but like a lot of people coming back from the holiday came in like real slow. And so couldn't handle what life was throwing at them. Oh, but I've been, you've been going, so you just didn't notice that it stopped. I took off Wednesday. Well, taking off is like, rel- like, you know, was because people weren't needing anything. But yeah. Wednesday and Thursday, oh no, not Wednesday. I'm, I'm lying. Thursday and Friday, I didn't work. And then I started it back on Sunday and I mean, Saturday and then did showing all day Sunday. <sighs> Real estate doesn't stop. Well, everybody else took a break too in the Bravo sphere because we didn't get Salt Lake City this week. Que triste. But we have plenty of girls trip to keep us company. And Real Housewives of Miami is coming back officially December 16th. Bienvenidos a Miami. So obviously we're going to cover that. Um, And I think that'll be like our next routine will be like Salt Lake in Miami. Oh, no, I can't wait. When is, so I think that's busy. when is Ultimate Girls Trip ending? Like, how many episodes I, are they doing? Well, there's seven right now, so I would hope by next week. Because it's only an eight-day trip, and they've yeah. already got seven episodes, so I can't imagine. I wonder if they're going to do, like, ten. That would be stretching it a lot. Because didn't we say, like, every episode has pretty much been one day? yeah. Yeah, so that I would think be touching it. I think maybe next week will be the finale. I'm sure they'll tell us. Well, I'm enjoying Girls Trip regardless. Like, it's honestly my favorite out of all of the housewife, like, in the Bravo cool. sphere. I mean, it it so entertains me. Like, it makes me feel like I'm there. They're, they're breaking the fourth wall. They're, like, giving us I- everything that we want. And yeah. I sit there and cackle and then wish that I was with them because they look there like were, so much fun. There were a couple of cackle moments. So we're covering episodes three and four. Um, there's seven out, but we both have jobs. So we're doing two at a time. And um, and we also have lives. Indeed does. And so... <laughs> uh, you have a life, a.k.a. why Ruby is the late one out of us. She's on yeah. CP time, colored people time. Like she just. <laughs> Tell them about it. <laughs> Puerto Rican time is real. Like one time my dad set up a surprise birthday for my mom and told everybody what time to be there. So that like when she came home, you know, they'd be like, surprise. And no one was there except the people who lived in that house. <laughs> and my dad was like, what happened? And he was like so upset and angry. And then two and a half hours later, everybody got there. And there were like almost <laughs> people at the house. Not two and a half hours later. I was like, you have to lie and say, like, I would have said at least an hour ahead of the actual time I wanted people to be there. Yeah, one of my friends does that. She'll tell us like, oh, 
This air, I forgot to cut it off. You can hear it, like, obnoxiously. Let me, let me go handle this. It's just this. like a box fan. It fine. sounds like, it sounds like a hurricane is going on outside. It does. At least, I will be right back, guys. Pause. Interlude, nude interlude. It's just like Wendy Osefo, who we have declined from interacting with any longer. But anywho, um, what were we saying? Oh, CP time, Puerto Rican time. There's so many extensions of it, but pretty much like people don't know how to respect time. And then you were saying that your friend tells you guys a lie for your time. You said what? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. One of my friends, she'll tell us like, oh, an event's at such and such time. And then we're all on time. So for her birthday, we were actually on time. And she's like, oh, the reservation's not for another like 30 minutes. And we were like, oh. and we're actually on time. But she was like, we, I just wasn't expecting you guys to be on time. <laughs> well, I'm real messy because the reason, well, first, the reason I'm late is because like everybody at my work is always like, we want to do something, but nobody will plan it. So obviously I plan it. And then um, I showed up late to the thing that I planned. Only 10 minutes, but you know, it's gone now. We're safe. But yeah, I showed up. <laughs> I showed up 10 minutes late to the event that I planned for our work. And then I was like, I always try to swing out of there, but you know, when like things are happening, so you've got to observe for a little longer. Yeah. And I have to do it on Thursdays because I'm a compartmentalizer. So like, I usually don't like drinking on a weeknight and it's not cause like I have like no self-control or no like discipline, but it's just like going out even on like other weekdays. Like I just don't want to relax. Cause I always feel like I have to be focused work the next morning yeah. and so i was doing it thursday because like you're already almost done with the week anyway but then it conflicts with our our plans here so well no it's totally fine um better. because most of the time like i'm running behind and still need to watch something or yeah. eat you know like, i barely watched our two episodes on time this week but i did and i'm very happy about it and then um I've also been watching Selling Sunset because everyone and their mother was texting me last week, like, are you going to give your opinions? And so then I like went on Instagram and said them. And when I thought about it, I was like, I mean, the thing about Selling Sunset, the gag is that nothing happens. Yeah. On nothing. that show. So then once I said it, I was like, I like the villain. What's new? I always like the villain. So. I mean, but I, was, I don't think she's like. Oh, I think do you she's. Watch a TV villain. I haven't watched this recent oh, yeah. season. Um, but yeah, it's Christine. I love Christine. Um, whoever her social media manager is always like replies to whenever I tag her and stuff. Cause I always get like a like or a hard eyes. And that's when I posted in my close friends. I was like, see you later nerds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, um, but I so my friend actually texted me and was like, if they do a selling sunset Atlanta, you got to go on it. And I'm like, I don't think that I'm built for that life um, oh, well, you of need to reality go TV. You need to go on to get us some notoriety here, to get us some exposure. <laughs> oh, you okay. Have Take one for the team. Take one for the team. <laughs> I mean, you know that I told you that a producer from Married at First Sight when they were in Atlanta, they yeah, at, like doing Atlanta reached that's out. That's not the show you exposure through <laughs> yeah no <laughs> marriage is a lot no thank you married at first sight me <laughs> i would have been going on other dates like i probably wouldn't have liked the guy and just like i 
only ever see clips of like the TLC shows on like other like TV commentary shows. And I'm always like, everybody here is so ugly. Why are we watching this? And it's awful when, like, I would feel like one of those people that is like, I'm not attracted to this person. Like, I'm just not. I would be one of those people. And (laughs) the audience would hate me. And I'd just be speaking my truth. I will be one of those people, like one of the guys on this season that they just had in Houston who wasn't really attracted to the girl and he was on a dating app looking for more other options. Well, we know I would get canceled like every other week, so I can't be on television. <laughs> I don't think I'm built for it. I think I'm, I'm really nice, but I think that I just would be boring and then I wouldn't want to do certain things and just be like a... You'd be like a Robin or a Cynthia. <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh yeah, I would be Robin. They don't. They don't do masks. Like they. Just... Yeah, I would be. A, I definitely would be a Robin, but I wouldn't be a sidekick to Giselle. No offense. Unless Robin. I was the Giselle, <laughs> then we would be. Yeah, I think sometimes maybe Giselle's just even like the more sh- like she's like has a stronger energy. It's just like the. I was gonna say I don't think Robin is a sidekick. And, like, I think that's, like, the misinterpretation. I think they're equal friends. It's just that they just have different energies. Like yeah. Just you're right. Different. You're right. Did I tell you, speaking of Robin and Giselle, I listened to an episode of Reasonably Shady yesterday. How was that? I actually enjoyed it. Do, what do you... Do they just talk to each other? Do they interview people? Like, what do they do? So I only listened to one episode, and they were talking to each other, and they just talk about, like, stuff going on in pop culture, and then... Kind of like us, they rant about like stuff going Arsh- on in their lives. Yeah, wow. Like, talked about like Travis Scott and Astro World and what Wait. restaurants they love, like their like chains and like what's going on like in their lives. It was actually like really refreshing. That's it would like good. make you like them if you didn't on the show. I think because that's my thing is like a lot of celebrity podcasts. Like I hate when it's just like. A celebrity podcast, either there's like the ones where it's like weird celebrities that get the iHeartRadio podcast and like mm-hmm. they just interview people that are promoting stuff. So like they don't even know the person or they're not actually interested in whatever the person's selling. Like they just have to contractually. Yeah. So you have the awkwardness in those. And then I also don't like when celebrities interview their celebrity friends and they're just like blowing smoke up each other's asses. And they're like, oh my God, no, but I love you because like, you're my hero and it's like oh my god no you're mine and it's like literally everybody go fuck off like i can't so yeah i to hear that they actually just have like their own kind of i'm sure there's some Whoa. kind of in it but at least like those are the topics they want to talk about or things that aren't like super awkward and inorganic either yeah it was actually really organic and just like two friends talking like about stuff going on in the world like news, i like that like breaking news like Pulp. Again, pop, pop culture. Pop culture. Pop culture. I said pop. <laughs> Lord, here we go. I, I am twenty-two percent British, people. So you're what? Twenty-two percent British, according to my ancestry DNA. Oh, no British accent. Pop. Yes. Okay. I thought that was just like a. European. It was by accident, but I think it was my British um, ancestry popping out jumped out and you the colonizer jumped <laughs> out <laughs> pop of color pop yeah a brit. pop a brit pod that's our new one pop pop <laughs> pop pod i don't know that i have british in me hallelujah i'm fine 
I just did my ancestry my, test and my family was like poor Europeans. So it was like Irish people, Swedish people. Oh, I'm part Irish, part Irish. Swedish, not yeah. German. And Dutch. I think like, I think the Irish Swedish people were like more working class and then the German Dutch people were more bouge because like my actual last name used to be like had the V-O-N, you know, like how those last names had like V-O-N and then mm-hmm. the last and then I guess they like dropped it and condensed it when they came to the States. And someone told me once like, oh, that's like, it's like our astrologer we'll talk about later. Like they're like, oh, that was like the bourgeoisie or like the royalty or, you know, somebody with dollars had that. Look at you just meant for a luxury, a life of luxury. I think so. <laughs> I mean, my name is Ruby Victoria. That sounds pretty fucking royal to me. Okay. To be quite- that sounds like I should be in charge it does. of it. Ruby Victoria. India exactly. Simone. I just sound like... Queen um, Ruby Victoria. I sound like um, India Simone. It doesn't sound like... You Indian. literally... Your mom was like, I love India Ari and Nina Simone. Really? So I, just, I was named like, after my... Like a a saloon singer. Or like a lounge singer. In like yeah. Yeah. The- Cause I was named after Nina Simone, my middle name, but my first oh, really? name, mm-hmm, but my first name, I was named after my aunt India. But then we found out when I was like 15, that her name was really Mary Ellen. So I was just like, <laughs> thank God my mom did not name me Mary Ellen. How <laughs> dreadful. <laughs> wow. Shout out to all the Mary Ellen's. They've canceled us. Mary Ellen. Mary Ellen's are not going to sponsor. Do I look like a Mary Ellen? No. Maybe when you're like 70. <laughs> that is a 70 year old name. They're like names that you just never see a little kid having like Deborah, Nancy. <laughs> you just scarred me with Betsy. Deborah. So I went, I also know an older lady named Betsy. I'm screaming because I, again, I will always <laughs> reference the damn photo library that I keep cleaning out for this fucking computer. Um, I found this video someone sent me from like this wine winery tour that like at my first job people went to. And I said, I'm not going to that. Cause I know that there's going to be something messy happening and I can't like mess up work reputations. And someone sent me a video of everybody on this bus after they had hit the vineyards and were in the wine glasses as it were. And this old lady named Deborah was trying to get down to uptown plunk on the bus. And I was like, Oh no, auntie Deborah, that's enough. <laughs> but see auntie Deborah. And you could you could just tell she was having a good time. And I was like, oh, my God, ma'am. But isn't that strange? You never meet any children. Like, I've never met a child named Betsy, Deborah, Nancy, Betty. <laughs> like, you never meet children of this name. You just know just the older show- people. They just show up old. <laughs> <laughs> they just land on Earth at age 54, and they're like, hey. Deborah. I'm Nancy. <laughs> We apologize if any of these are your names and you're a young person. If these are your names or your kids' names, please comment because I'm just very interested <laughs> and I want to see proof. I want to see the child. <laughs> like, Emma. <laughs> yeah, we need to see their face. This is a Benjamin Button situation. Yes. Is it, let me let me see little Deborah. <laughs> little Debbie. Little Debbie. Let me see little Debbie. <laughs> this is taking a turn for the worse. I can't. I can't. I can't. I don't want to see little Debbie. Y'all send that to India. I don't. I can't. I can't look at little old lady. 
They will haunt me. If the kid has glasses, I will be sent. Like, just, I mean, I had glasses as a kid, so no shade to kids with glasses. That was me. Love little kids with glasses. It's the cutest. It thing. is so cute, but it will just send me because I'm just like this little, this little old l- little lady, little Debbie. <laughs> little Debbie. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm gonna get haunted by someone's ghost tonight. I can't. We have. I watch me watch me have a client whose child is named Debbie, and I'm just. So be like Deb, get over here, little Deb, and you're like, little what? What's her name? Boomst. Who, Oh, hello, Debbie. And then she's going to like show teeth at you like a dog. She's gonna, like, that's what you get for calling me old lady. <laughs> she's going to like bite your ankles or something. <laughs> she's going to have like a prejudice against her. <laughs> she's going to feel it. She's going to be like, she's judging you because of my name. Oh Helen. My I don't know any little Helens. Peggy's. <laughs> that's enough. I <laughs> I mean, these are all very white names, by the way. Not Deborah, but De- yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm not here to make generalizations, but usually when I hear Deborah, I don't think of a white lady. Yeah, I think of a Deborah specifically Gladys. I, you you I don't need like, a little Gladys. Little Glads. Not little Glads. G <laughs> <laughs> Money. They probably call her G Money until she gets like 38, and then they're like Gladdy, and then Gladdy. <laughs> glads gladdy glads <laughs> we've got to be stopped oh. oh man yeah you just don't well again in the comments if you actually were, you were young and had one of these names and you still have it i mean my great-grandmother's name um my grandma always tells me the story like my grandma would be like oh my name is celestia and people would be like that's such a beautiful name and then my grandma was checking like a record or something when my great grandma was old. And she was like, mom, your birth name is Scholastica. <gasps> <laughs> like the book club. With the- <laughs> Scholastica? Yes. Who thinks she- of that? And she hated it so much. She made sure that they changed it. <laughs> I thought the dog had- I am chaos. I am chaos. <laughs> India set up gone wrong part 50. 78. Oh, oh, it's my bad. We're on episode 15 at pretty much. I can't. This is, this isn't us unraveling though. This is us just like on one. Yeah. This is just me. Couldn't even put words together the last time. Now we're, it's truly like we smoked, not smoked, but like something that would get us up. You know, I don't know anything. Oh, I I sound the most. Weed is a downer. An upper would be like coffee. Cocaine's an upper. Yeah. But everybody says that when they're... Ecstasy is an upper. Like, I I don't know. Okay, I'm no drug, no um, drug connoisseur, (laughs) so... Alright, well, we're up. Like Cardi, we're up, then we're up, then we're up. (laughs) And stuck. Should we discuss the shows that we watched this week. i guess i guess it's time to do that now huh yeah <laughs> i'm on my tablet so i don't know how much time has gone by so you're gonna have to do like a hand motion <laughs> we oh yeah to... um you're... i mean we only have we're only covering two episodes so I yeah think we're like doing good for time they don't really oh. have 
last thing, and then we can definitely get into it. Are you going to watch or have you watched Housewife and the Shaw Shocker? Like, first of all, the name. Oh, yeah. I listened to it at work. Actually, was it Shaw Amazing? <laughs> so, like, and at work, I was listening to this. Um, it was Shalot. It was just like, um, I, like, again, like, I just had my headphone in, so I wasn't looking at it. All it was was just like, it was kind of like the Erica Jane thing where they just kept saying, like, everybody was wondering how she was doing, living this lavish lifestyle and spending $80,000 on parties when her husband's a football coach and he does this. Although apparently one thing I learned that I found weird is like coach Shaw went to law school and I'm mm. like, why go to law school if he's a sporting coach? Cause I don't think you need one to do the other. Right. Or why he didn't had- he decide to be a sports agent, which I think is a nice mix of being a lawyer because you understand contracts and like yeah, sports. Cause law school is expensive. So all I could think was like, whenever I see that, I'm like, I mean, people make choices and then go into like second acts and stuff. So I'm not saying you can't do that, but. Oh, I I've wasted, it, I wasted my degrees. So. Well, I don't know. I didn't need a degree for real estate. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Like it, it's just, those are two major deviations. Like yeah. lost commitment financially and mentally and emotionally. You know what I mean? Maybe like, he worked for like a law firm and was like, I actually don't enjoy this. Like, this actually isn't something that I want to do. And again, like, there's a bunch of people who do stuff because their family, like, made them and stuff. Anywho. So that was a fact I learned. Um, That designer who, like, she had the falling out with the Hawaiian designer. That mm-hmm. she, like, he's on the the sh- the special. The oh, special. I saw the, the clip of him saying, like, all of their jewelry is leased. Oh, yeah. He was ready to, like, spill everything about her. Wow. So I don't know. The lack of loyalty. And then there was like a victim of somebody. So like they kind of explained like all of the jobs that she had and the companies she's worked for. And they did have like a victim of a previous company she had worked for, like describe what happened to them. And it was actually really sad. And I'm on my period this week. So I started crying because this is the only week I ever cry. So I was like, oh my God, this old lady. And then, you know, yeah, because she had like, $29,000 of charges that aren't hers and stuff. Like it's like major amounts of money um, that they do to these people. So um, they were talking about like the technicality she could get out on legally for it um, because she could say like, she wasn't the scammer. She just led those people to the scammers. (sighs) Not a good look. So I don't know, but I just hope that it just gets documented in such a way that's chaotic. Um, I feel like there it could go either way where like people could either really backlash against her or they could go the Teresa route where like they're going to stop filming Salt Lake City while she's in jail or something. Yeah. I mean, I guess it would depend on how long she would be in jail for. Because like 11 yeah. months compared to gonna... seven years. It, like got to keep going. One month, yeah, don't stop the show. Don't that, that long. I think it's going to be like a Teresa thing where she ends up just going for like two years or something. Yeah, we'll see. You know, if if people like OJ Simpson, the drug lords from Miami, this recent guy who I will not say his name, who is a crazy lunatic 18 year old with an AK can be acquitted, uh, then so can Jinsha. Oh, yeah. 
I just feel bad for those old people. Yeah, definitely. But do you think that also, there like, is a slight chance that she is telling the truth and it was just lead generation and she had no idea what was going on with the leads? Uh, probably not. <laughs> like, no. So I guess I need to see this because last week we were like, oh, she could possibly be innocent. And now you're like, no. <laughs> Did I say that? Wow. I was, sh- I was like, sh- brainwashed. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I just, I love her, but I just also hate Meredith. So that's why I was like, it's not her fault. <laughs> wow. I can't believe I said that. Uh, everybody take this podcast as um, a grain of salt because <laughs> I changed my mind hourly about life. So I changed my mind about moving across the country. You've remembered this. Yeah. I already decided I wanted to. I went, do I? And then, and then I you like, text me about moving to another, like other places. Like every time I'm just in the- <laughs> Like, I'm sick of this. I'm moving. Atlanta, there's healthcare there. You're like, okay, if you ever mean it, then we can talk. I'm like, Just let me know. Okay, let me cool down. Let me cool down. Let me cool down. Oh my gosh, my, um, at my work happy hour, they were talking about like charts and stuff, like birth charts. But then I was like talking to somebody else and I couldn't be rude and be like, I have to stop talking to you because this conversation is more interesting. But I was like, oh. What is their rising? What's going on? And I'm like, oh, that's why I like that person. They're a Gemini. Okay. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like having to manage multiple conversations. But anywho. All um, right. I guess we should get into it. No? Yeah. Girls trip. Girls trip. Um, so we're going to do episodes three and four. Um, episode three, they did like the most random little scene to open of them riding horses. And the horses like peeing on them or something or pooping. Yeah, pooping in the water. But they yeah, need that. No, we don't need that. That that wasn't a scene that you had to keep that for. And no, so it definitely didn't. It started with like the morning after the Bailey Q. Cynthia's still in her goddamn feelings. And so like I Kylie's a much nicer person than I am because like when Cynthia was sitting at that table eating potato salad for breakfast with her stank face on and Kyle like apologized for an 80th time, I was like Girl, I would have only, I probably wouldn't have apologized in the first place because I'm petty. But secondly, if I did, I would have only done it once. And like, if she had that look on her face, I would keep it moving and be like, get over your life. Yeah. I think one thing about Capricorns, which I can attest to, is that you want, like, you, there's a part of you that wants to be a people pleaser or not even a people pleaser, but just wants to get correct. along with everyone. Like, you don't like to have tension between. Yeah like other people. So I think Kyle was just trying to be the bigger person and just like, Hey, just making sure you're good. And Cynthia's just very people pleasing. Yeah. Cynthia is, I am like, unlike, I'm not liking her this. No. She's like, just in a mood. I don't like it. And then we like had, we see Kenya is like dealing with her court proceedings. So then it like generates even more like support for Kenya. And then um, Cynthia equating like her being upset about the Bailey cue to Kenya being upset about like her divorce being so public. I was like, that's not the same baby. Yeah. Like you being mad that somebody didn't want to play your stupid ass game. It's not the same as like someone's life getting dragged in the mud in in front of millions of people. And knowing, and knowing just how hard like her and Mark's, like her and Mark's relationship yeah. has been, which he seems like a terrible person. Remember Ken <laughs> and Nini would be like, Ken, get over there with Mark. 
Like it was so bad. I know I shouldn't laugh at it, but it was because it's so true. Like she was very hard, or you know, like had a hard experience yeah. when it came to him. It was just like, oh yeah, submissive. Like, but I think she was just trying to make it work. Like, I, and it yeah. can be like that. And emotionally, which I've been in an emotionally abusive relationship, and you kind of end up walking on eggshells. So I can't imagine like having a kid and you want things to work, and this person keeps love bombing you and gaslighting you and making you feel one moment like, oh, we should be together, and then the next moment being like. I hate being married to you. Fuck you. Like, and so it's just like, what do I do? Like, let me try to like, so I think she lost her power in that way. Like she kind of forgot yeah, much of a boss bitch she was. Yeah. And then she comes to breakfast and someone offers her potato salad and she goes, potato salad for breakfast? No. No. <laughs> I was instantly like the shade. <laughs> I was like, what a read. <laughs> And then they're just like all chatting. What's fun about this show is it's kind of like Winter House where like, it's really just like a series of people having conversations and like chaotic moments happening. So like, Luann was talking about Bolo and I was like, Luann, you can't handle Bolo. Calm down. I think Luann could handle Bolo. I think Luann is like one of the more sexually capable people. She seems freaky deaky. Like Luann seems freaky deaky to me. Freaky deaky for her pool, which is like an older white man with a little penis. Yeah, and like also like doesn't need that much effort to work. You know, I don't think she can handle like a young girl. <laughs> I don't. Maybe. And, I mean, aside from the Tulum lover, like is she with men of color often? I don't know. Oh yeah, no, I don't know. And then I was screaming uh, the moment I tackled first on this series was when. Um, Luann finishes talking about Bolo and then they're all about to get ready to leave. And Teresa is just been like a surprise to me. And so she's like, sorry, John came <laughs> home. I, I just like kept the door open so I could hear when he walked in because I'm You're crazy. Fine. You were just looking at me and I was like, should I stop <laughs> No. Um, so anywho. Um, I was just saying that I was the first time I cackled on the series was um, Luann finished talking about like Bolo or Cynthia or whomever. And then Teresa was like, I got to go call my boyfriend and have some phone sex. Yeah. <laughs> I lost it because I didn't picture her being such a like overtly sexual person or someone who shares out loud that kind of stuff. Yeah. It really ended me when Melissa was like, how are you going to do that? And she was like, with my hands. And she was like, you just <laughs> I was like, I, like I would never want to know. My I sister. was not ready. Uh, I wasn't ready. I, I used my hands. She's like, you I, try, gotta try, Melissa. I'm like, <laughs> it was so good. It was so funny because, like I said, it's just like not the person you think was going to talk about that. And she was just like so. Like the best thing about Teresa is that she's always just so straightforward like she doesn't polish anything good bad or otherwise so she just like let it out and was like I gotta go have like phone sex and I gotta use my hands because that's all I brought (laughs) so she had her like little moment but again um I as Melissa probably wouldn't want to know what my sister-in-law's business is with her hands in that fashion yeah no I wouldn't want to know either um that was a lot to take but hilarious for the audience (laughs) Yeah. So then they go to play volleyball and this man that like Ramona's been flirting with 
from the first episode comes with like a couple of his friends to play volleyball with them. And it wasn't like, I don't know if they were being taught volleyball as if like we didn't all take gym class in high school or if it was just like a friendly game and they were just doing like pointers. But like Ramona is getting older. I would all do like looked up her age today because I just needed to know what we were working with. Ramona is 65. So she's getting to an age where like we need to be watching out for her. There needs to be like support people, you know, spotting her because she hit a rock when she was walking on that beach and she could have taken a fall. Oh, she was going to talk. And then, Oh, I, had to I, I sensed that for you. Oh. And then the volleyball game was like a perfect example of like Ramona's flirting style versus Luth's flirting style, because they're both yeah. very different. So Ramona does the damsel in distress. She's like, teach me how to serve the volleyball. Like teach me how to do this. Like, wow india is just um losing the plot right now sis has like tried to move her workstation she's trying to mute it so that like we don't hear the chaos and then she's also trying to hold a glass of red wine while she's trying to hold her microphone and guess what she saved the wine she let the microphone hit the ground and now she's twisting it back tightly because she knows she doesn't want to pay for another one of these and then she's plugging in her headphones so that she can hear everything clearly and we can hear her. But guess what? The red wine wasn't lost. And now she's laughing because I am pure chaos. Like, we don't have a vocabulary for what this is. Just... <laughs> I'm pure chaos, people. Like, I need a desk ASAP. Um... <laughs> Because, okay, I tried to set up my mic stand in different areas. So I'll try like the island in my kitchen or like I have like a piece on my bed that I can set it up on or like the the um, coffee table. And I just can't I really spot that works for island. me. Yeah, but then it was like a big ass echo. So I was like, I don't like this. And then the co- like the the living room was way too comfy and then I sit on my bed and my feet fall asleep so then I'm like all right well let me like like an old person <laughs> and then I, I'm sorry I'm just pure chaos um always she is risky today y'all that laugh was horrifying <laughs> <laughs> I can't oh lord so anyways before you lost it, I was saying <laughs> Ramona's flirting is damsel in distress. Like, help me, my hero. Mm-hmm. Very productive. Good for her. And then Luann's is like a balance between like being one of the guys. Like, she doesn't want to be one of the guys because we know she has all her tips on how to be a seductress and all right, that. Right, right, right. But like, wants to be like the one who can hang. Like, she likes to be the sporty one or the before, you know, like she was talking about Tom saying like he was my drinking buddy. Like, she likes to be the one that who can quote keep up. And mm-hmm. I was, was like, I'm good at volleyball. And then they showed the flashback of her falling. And then she fell this time too. I was like, that man, that lady does not know how tall she is. And like, you can't use that much force going up because it has to come back down. It's like a giraffe falling. Like <laughs> <laughs> like a deer on like a, a, a frozen lake. <laughs> yeah, or like a little doe that just doesn't have his legs working yet. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's like a kangaroo who like, has a broken spring <laughs> 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 she truly is 
Um, I was like, I'm Kyle playing with the dog that they brought. Where she was like, come here, lover. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> come here, little baby. I probably would have played, but I can't stay focused long enough. So I would have been like, cool. Like, I would have served twice. And then, yeah. like, somebody fill in for me. And then um, Kenneth, not Kenneth, Kenya and Cynthia, um, after the game, they take, like, a walk together because – Cynthia, I guess, has to tell Kenya she's still upset about the damn Bailey Kia. Yawn, yawn, yawn. Because I was like, this is stupid. And then um, they get ready to go for a spa day, which is um, who planned it? Luann planned the spa part? Uh, Kyle. Oh, no, no, no. Luann did plan the spa. Kyle planned the astrology thing. So, like, they go to the spa. Um, I think what's funny is like, we're not taking into account how much they're drinking. And since they're all like kind of having fun, you're just like, oh, they're having fun. But I feel like Melissa was drunk when she was singing money can't buy you glass. Oh, for sure. Her her eyes were starting to go. And I was like, oh, this bitch is lit. And those dances like elegance is learned. My friends. I was like, oh, Melissa is drunk. I loved it. I loved every single second of every single episode. It's and they like were eating like lunch before they went and Cynthia again being annoying was like asking Teresa and Melissa she was like I thought you guys were like automatic besties as if nobody's ever seen an episode of New Jersey and knows that they hate each other I love them breaking the fourth wall because it's like first of all I didn't know the backstory of Teresa saying that Andy called her like your sister won't stop DMing me wanting to be on the show like messy and then Melissa saying no bravo reached out to me and they reached out to all of my friends like you're it's not like it's unusual yeah so do you believe Melissa I feel like it's a mix between the two like I think that obviously Teresa didn't want her like I think that Melissa probably didn't tell Teresa like hey I signed up to be on the show but then Melissa kind of admitted to that and said, like, well, me and you weren't even on speaking terms. But it would still seem like that's something you would tell or that your brother would tell oh, his sister. Like, you would tell. Yeah. Like, regardless of, like, getting along or not, I think that was, like, sneaky. But I think at the same time, Teresa didn't want her on the show and probably oh, did say, like, I'm not going to sign on if you hire my sister, like, my sister-in-law. Like, I don't want to do that. Power yet, despite being, like, one of the breakouts. To yeah. Say, like, I'm not going to sign if you sign her. Um, I lived for it because, like, I think that was actually the last season that I watched of New Jersey. It was either that one, which was, like, the third one, or the fourth one um, was one of the last ones I watched. So, like, I loved them bringing back up this drama because that was, like, the best part about it. So, I was like, yeah, I love this fight because neither of them ever backed down from the fight. And Mm -hmm. then Ramona's trifling ass said, I didn't know I was going to make third world, too. And I said that's enough get her off my television she said third world two i missed that yeah instead of saying like world war three she said third world two and the producer interviewing her was like that's not the phrase and she said third world three and they were like, no and they were, she was like world war and then she was like the third world and i was like girl you're the shut last up <laughs> i said don't go down that train and I you're said, talking don't. about Teresa not having a brain? Oh, come on. Yeah, idiot. Hot calling the kettle black. And so then they get ready for the spa, and they're all getting in their towels, and Luann is taking every shot from Michael to fuck her because 
she flashed him and I was like I screamed at that but not happily I screamed at that in <laughs> like a gas like I was like what? <gasps> fucking gross like isn't she the one who tells Bethany in season two to like leave some mystery for the man and this woman has her tits out oh for- but we know Countess My- Luann became uncountess after she divorced her countess yeah the last time she was at the Turks and Caicos yeah um, and then yeah I was like also not to be mean but um because like everyone's beautiful blah blah um from behind Luann's body is actually like sort of masculine like she doesn't really have curves per se so I was like oh no wonder they call her Luann like <laughs> <laughs> well, that was double wrong sorry <laughs> didn't Ramo- Ramona always says that that she has a man body <laughs> I- that because of her voice I she's know. very athletic like she has an athlete body for sure yeah and like from the front like you know she's really toned and stuff obviously you see breasts so you're like okay lady but from the back i was like oh okay oh so that's all i got on <laughs> just got face covered which is why i'm weak um no and then they get <laughs> They get in the massage tables and I couldn't really hear it on my TV, but it could have just been like other noise or something. But um, I noticed all of them perking up and then realized it was like from Cynthia moaning during the massage. I would be so annoyed. Like, shut up. Yeah, nothing is that good. Like, you don't have to make those noises out loud. Like, I get a massage regularly and as good as it feels, I would never be in that room with a person alone and be like, oh, like no and you're like everyone's just trying to enjoy the massage peace and quiet here the ocean breezes and over you're over here oh oh like honey uh uh-uh. that's like sorry those though i didn't even like myself making those noises you did it really well though i was like whoa okay do i have a secret I like, uh i say like, if you need another stream of income operator do it Ooh. yeah make some money Hello, Daddy. Thanks for calling line three. What Ew, can I no, do for you? Courtney from the other <laughs> deck. I hated whenever she would do her daddy voice and she's like, point Zanny. I was like, ew. <laughs> like not a good one. Don't do um, but you could do just the moaning noises when the when the, they're like request no words. You can just do the noises. Um <laughs> I'm like rowdy today. I gotta chill out. <laughs> um, what was it? She was doing the massage and she was moaning. And then she said, like, I just, I love it when they get to my feet. And I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. nope, never. Um, also, I could not do the like seaweed wrap they did because I hate having my arms um, and legs like constricted. It gives me anxiety of like. Yeah, uh, I don't like it either, but I've never done a, a wrap where. So I don't know how it would feel, you know. Oh, actually, I'm lying. But oh, I don't want to. I, I can't talk about this on. Um, that's nothing fine. to do with the seaweed wrap. I'm just talking about like being restrained. I'm such a liar. Oh. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about that another day. That's for that's, a that's, more comfortable. <laughs> that's for pop of color after dark. As <laughs> yeah. after dark we should do an after dark episode. Okay. <laughs> be chaos chaos pure i mean we're already chaos i know that's literally the only word we know guys sorry that we're ignorant shit today um and then we go they transition to the astrology dinner so they're all getting ready 
and they get they were all like dressed fairly cute and then um they're all like arriving and there's this man jorge who's like the manager of the hotel that they're having dinner at and he told luann that she was so beautiful and i was like oh here we fucking go because she was lit when he said that like i've never seen someone who responds and she does look really good like i can say that luann out of all of them seems like she's had the least amount of like work at least that you can tell yeah. And she looks like her body looks good. Like, I think Luann has aged very well. She takes good care of herself. Yeah. And, and she gets sticked down all the time. So I'd look that good, too. Mm-hmm. By maybe a, maybe a black penis. That's why they talk about vitamin D. I don't maybe know. by a bolo. I don't know. <laughs> Sex with a black man. Or an Asian and, but she, we know she has the Mexican lover, so she's she's had the Latinx. Yeah, he might um, be boloed down there. Never. Yeah, know. he a drug. She might learn that it should be of other cultures. But uh, and then they were taking like the group pictures, and even Jorge told Ramona to shut the fuck up because she was trying to boss him around, and he was like, "I'm the manager of this resort, not the not the server." Like, she address me as such. Yeah, have a windy moment. Like you will address me as manager, well, manager Jorge. I'm so <laughs> Mr. Jorge to you. <laughs> wow, I miss when I liked Wendy. Sad, sad. Huh. My, how the time changes. IP, just like Monique, just became Sport. such a disappointment. <laughs> also, um, we should like okay. talk the way I briefly that- about that. Briefly about the last or about the Nicki Minaj. Oh, let's save that for remind me. Yeah, because we should get through. (laughs) Yeah, let's let let's get through this though. Yeah, because we're almost done. Because there wasn't that much for this episode, but um, I loved everyone's outfits. Kenya's was actually my favorite dress, the little strapless with like the belt on it, and Mm then um, I don't know what Cynthia was doing that moo moo, but no. Well, I can tell like that she's gain some weight you know like happy weight from her relationship so she probably tries to well, dress I, nice because all of these women couldn't possibly go, be going through menopause at any time and like, yeah is so that also affects like weight fluctuation so i'm not trying like that's what i figured but there's other things she could have worn that would be yeah n- it, that so, besides yeah. A mo- yeah that's what i was leading to like you know you dress you you dress differently when you don't feel your best been there yeah. currently there but she's feeling like that because honestly the way she's acting this whole trip she must not be feeling great well she's not well um so then linda the astrologer arrives and she was such a letdown because like obviously we're both astro hoes so we love this kind of shit and she didn't really give like she didn't do a chart and stuff, which pissed me off. Um, first of all, though, she literally looked like one of my mom's cousins with all of that crazy makeup. And <laughs> I was like, did she fly from Puerto Rico to come to the Turks and Caicos? Because she could definitely be one of mine. Like, she just had that look of unstable and not with this reality that I was like, you're definitely related to me. For when sure. Melissa called her Cruella DeVille. I screamed. No. no, Melissa first said, you look like that beautiful cartoon character. When has anybody ever been described as a beautiful cartoon character? It's like, 
oh, you look like that beautiful pile of dog shit I just saw on the street. Like, <laughs> I mean, there are some pretty cartoon characters like um, Pocahontas, Jazz, Princess Jasmine. Yeah, but when somebody says cartoon character and they can't name it. Yeah, and she's like the one with the Dalmatians. I, I thought they were going to say Miss Frizzle from the Magic School. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who is a cartoon character that you can't name? I died. I died. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with you <laughs> passing out on your bed. <laughs> like, like not Miss Frizzle. <laughs> <laughs> um, but not Corolla Deville either. Also at Happy Hour, we saw a real Corolla Deville. She had the crazy. She had a faux fur coat with like all the black spots on it, and yeah. then she had hair. And I said maybe it was a theme night here. And we just didn't know at the bowling alley we went to for the hour. Who knows? So anyway, um, it was just like a little bit of a disappointment because like what this quote astrologer's focus was, uh, was on their past lives, which like, again, she also didn't do a good job, which we'll get into. But um firstly melissa was like i've never done astrology and i was like number one that's a lie because every housewife is self-involved as fuck so they've definitely like looked up their sign and been like i'm such a blank yeah yeah one lies and then um (laughs) i just loved how like melissa did bring up a good point though where she was like how were we all royalty or we were all rich or we all had something like where are the plumbers where are the teachers where are people with like normal jobs? It was just like super weird. But my favorite was when the astrologer told Kenya that she should be a shaman and asked her if she had any interest in that. <laughs> and Kenya like smiled for a good second and then said, no. <laughs> See, I, I thought that, and I was thinking about this because she obviously had some true aspects where Kai was like, no, I was told I was, I've been a man in most of my past lives. And I, that was a general. So I was like, okay. But then, and then what she said about Kenya's mom's past life and how that has like leaked into, I'm just a believer that like, if you don't settle things in one of your past, cause I do believe in past lives and okay. like reincarnation. I think I I'll do too. There. But I think that but- if you haven't resolved, and they say this, like if you haven't resolved something in one of your past lives, it can spill over. Or that, like, a lot of times the people that you meet and some of your friends may have been, like, your past lover, like, a past, like, past life uh, mom I, or, I like, child of yours. You said what? I said I saw that in an episode of Charmed. Did you ever watch <laughs> Yes. Remember when they went back to the 20s and they were the cousins? And no. <laughs> on Phoebe, too. And then, like. I think it was in season two because, like, I'm a real charm stand out here, folks. Um, I mean, I had the seasons. Like, my mom bought them for me, but I haven't, like, rewatched. Oh, it's amazing, number one. Except I still don't watch season one because it scares me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a different story. That's where after. Your After Dark will be about restraints. Mine will be about my fears. <laughs> <laughs> chaos, um, chaos. Escapades and phobias. That's what it's gonna be. Um she but they had they basically were saying like like the past lives thing, like you're gonna find the same lover every time and stuff like that. And I was like, oh my god, that's so romantic. Okay, I don't believe in that. Like I think that like 
I don't believe in like necessarily soulmates in that way. I do believe in like, um, like what's it called? Um, twin flames. But I think so you, you can have more than one twin flame. Okay. Um, do you I don't believe know. in box and machine gun Keller twin flames? Um, <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, if they say so. They're claiming that since they started. Then possibly, you know, maybe, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you know, probably. Sense, guys. I'm not here to talk about their, you know, I don't, I'm not here to judge their relationship. They, they're a sexy couple together. That's for sure. <laughs> but I would love to know about my Ellen. past lives. I want to hear what my past lives are. Um, I convinced myself one day that um, I was Judy Garland in past life. I convinced myself that I was, um, wow, I guess it wasn't good enough because I can't remember. <laughs> Nefertiti. Nefertiti. I convinced myself. I was like, what if I was like Why a queen? Why did you have to go that like, far back into like the origins of the universe? Because I used to, I was obsessed with Egyptian culture and wanted to be an archaeologist. That's why I was convinced that I was Judy Garland is because I had like a morbid fascination with her when I was like a small, small child. Like I needed to know everything about her life and like looking all her stuff up. I was like, and then she died because she went too hard with the drugs. And like, I, was just <laughs> going, I was like seven and I was like reading all these bios about her. And then I was like, maybe I was her. I love singing Get Happy. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know only me in the seven billion people in this world loves that song. obsessed with yeah probably probably but it was probably just you know all the smoking and i had a grandma named judy so <laughs> like i have one she's left she's left um moving right along um so we would like to know our past lives i just felt like she her i i agree that like it was too broad and i it in an argument you could say like well they're all clearly like quote celebrities right so like they are like we don't have a royalty anymore but they are of public prominence now so like none of them really would be like uh you know janitors i mean custodians or like a handmaid or something yeah you know? i i get it but i just like i didn't feel like it was satisfying like i loved when they had that astrologer at erica's house who did the charts and explained like the moon and the rising like mm-hmm. we were, like oh but you have these planets that align so that's why you behave in this way because i think that is like a better way of like getting to know each other i love both maybe they did all of it and then they just like cut some of it out like all right well let's just well they chose this. some parts if they did. yeah i mean it's interesting that Teresa was a seductive dancer <laughs> oh shit that was the one good one i was like yes Teresa trout lips the seductive dancer let's and then they didn't say what Cynthia like that Cynthia had a career they just said you married a powerful man and you are a visionary I'm like okay yeah, so, here. <laughs> not powerful I was like not Luann marrying a commoner I mean because she likes the nasty she does I had to do that dig so I need to stop I gotta stop <laughs> I've got to Melissa stop. was princess of um What's the Genovia? She was a princess of Genovia. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for being here today. (laughs) She surely, she surely loved it, and she said it. She's like, "Oh, but I liked being a princess." I was like, "Bitch, then why couldn't 
like, what do you want um, Teresa to be the handmaid and you're the princess, please? Oh, she loved that Teresa was a seductive dancer. She loved oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was like, uh-huh. and I always get made fun of for being the exotic dancer. Melissa, shut up. Like, I, it reminded me why I find Melissa annoying. So I'm like definitely team tree for life now. Um, and then every, I forgot, like, we didn't talk about this with the first episodes. At the end of every episode, they keep trying to give us a segment called Housewives After Dark. And it's literally just like, who's still drinking when they get home? Yeah. <laughs> it's like what it is. And so Kyle is like trying to get everybody to late night because she's also on West Coast time. So she's still like real fired up too. And um, she tried to encourage Cynthia because again, she's like trying to people please and trying to like get her on her side. And Cynthia's like, I only have one hour left within me. Like you should really like give up or something. Like she was super snarky about it. And then I was weak when um, Kyle went up to Ramona and was like, I like people who are fun. Everyone asleep is not fun. And I was like. When Kyle like, That's drinks, me like, She is I, the party I, queen. Oh yeah. She's the best. Also like, she was smoking a vape. And I wonder if it was weed. And which is wild because of all her little pretenses, those early seasons of Beverly Hills with Brandy. About uh, weed. Yeah. So I'm just like, but I mean, Mauricia is a big smoker or edible yeah. enjoyer. And, so, and she's like so weird about it too. Cause she always just says about Mauricia. She's like, he partakes. It's like, I am just say he smokes weed. It's legal. Yeah. And also like stop stigmatizing it. It's stupid. Definitely. Um, Most jobs now they're just like, as long as you don't come to work high, we don't give a fuck what you do in your life. Yeah. And then, um, I do like that. She also said like, you know what happens to people who aren't fun in Beverly Hills? They become ex housewives. (laughs) Damn. Damn. So that was episode three. And it was cute and it was like starting to move the story along. And then episode four got my ass. Chaos. I loved it. Like, firstly, I started it twice because I thought I picked the wrong thing because (laughs) the credits start and it's like a Peacock original. And then it was like, um, Peacock original. And I was like, why did I set this to French? Like, (laughs) That wasn't me. And so I went back to change it. And then it happened again. And I was like, oh, this is intentional, whatever they're doing. <laughs> and then <laughs> credits rolled. I was like, what are you doing? And then when they sent in like Luann and what's his face, Michael speaking in French, I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. We did not just make a French ass episode of the Real Housewives girls trip. Like it was so stupid. I was like, is this a soap opera of Luann and Michael and their secret love affair? She fucking wishes. I feel like he was just being like a concierge. And likable. Yeah. And if he's married, he, yeah, we'll get into it. We'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Trust. Um, And then something else I haven't mentioned, but I was like, we need to talk about is the girl strip theme song. That sounds like it's by the Welcome to the island, baby. We got it on our mind, friend. Ah! That's how it goes. We need a word for what this energy we have. (laughs) Chaos is not suffice. That's how the song goes. It has a word for this energy. (laughs) Out of bounds. Like, I'm done with us. 
you hit it and you guys don't see it. She hit a shimmy with hands and like wrists flicked and she's like, Welcome to the island, baby. Like <laughs> I did. You were ready on command as if we had pl- like plotted it. But who sang that? The Bahaman? Made <laughs> famous for who let the dogs out? Like, who the fuck did they pay to do these voices? <laughs> like, or is it the PK, Paul Kemsley coming out of the Beverly Hills production? And that's his other. Accent. Like, <laughs> Mauricio, was that Mauricio and um, nah, Joe, Ju- Mauricio Joe Gorga? Whatever has. No, no, no. Their accents, they can't do accent work. Paul. Oh, oh, that joy. Yeah, that joyzy water. Oh my God, that was so stupid. I can't. But yeah. Um, so they like open to the next morning and Kenya's like, who was in my speakers? Like that music was so loud. And they're like, oh, that was Ramona. And she, she said, no, that's not Ramona's kind of music. Because <laughs> it was rap and hip hop. <laughs> I missed that part. I didn't hear that. Oh my god! I picked that one up right away. I was like, "Oh," she said, "Ramona listens to black people." But she ain't. But she ain't. That's the truth. She was like, "Ramona was not listening to Cardi B and Lauren Hill." This I morning. think if anything, she'd be listening to like Pitbull if she was like at a party oh. and was just like. She would be listening to Pitbull. Um, what is that song? The Fireball song, where it's like. Shot, dun, shot, dun, shot. Dun, 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 Wait, what song? Ooh, I, I didn't hit the rhythm. <laughs> fireball, you know when they're like, fireball. <laughs> now I can't even think of a Pitbull, Pitbull song. All, all I can think of is, welcome to the island, baby. I have no other songs stuck in my head right now. I... We have island fever. That's what's happening. Yeah, okay. we need a vacation. Well, I'll, I'll send you the fireball song later. <laughs> So that you can hear how much my imitation of it doesn't sound like. <laughs> um, and then like, do better, Ruby. Do better. Teresa goes to Ramona's room to bring her all the letters that Lily wrote her, which I thought was kind of weird that she was like sharing them. I'm sure they weren't that deep, but it was still kind of like weird. And then Ramona was all sappy, and she's like, "I want someone to write me letters." I'm like, "That's enough." And then also, I like, need eight cards for my trip. Uh, well, that's what I was about to say. How do you feel about the daily cards pre-written for every day that you're gone? And also you're gone for a week. No, I'm good. That's like a lot. That's like murder. That's just, I mean, I wouldn't why? mind. I wouldn't mind, like, if you surprised me. You know, like how Scott surprised Tinsley in Columbia with flowers? Yeah, I think that's, that's- cute. Like a one time, you know, it was gaudy, the ones that he sent, like versus like a little dozen of something, you know, but the, I like elements of surprise and also like not overdoing it because then it doesn't feel as special, you know, and then also you're like, oh God, what's wrong? You know what I mean? I think something better that would like something that would have been better would be like sneaking something in someone's suit, like in the suitcase and being like, Hey, I snuck something in the suitcase. Look in this jean pocket. Like, I think that that's cute. Yeah. Or like a surprise card. Like, hey, I put something in there, like, and yeah. just one. And maybe just- like for me, I would like either like flowers, like a Tinsley, or like a surprise, something, a card, and maybe like a, a, his shirt that smells like him so that I can like. I was going to say, or like if he had like a little chain or something. Yeah. Be- so that I can like 
like sleep with it when I get homesick. All right. All right. Sap over. Yeah, we both were like, that was a lot for us to talk about. Uh. <laughs> we can talk about Bolo Bear, but we can't talk about the sap. <laughs> um, and so then they're doing like breakfast again. And Luann's always in the mix at breakfast because she has to let everybody know about her lover in Tulum and that she has a Latin lover now, which I hate that stereotype like that expression it's just like so cheese so i was just like sigh okay latin lover and then um i don't know what conversation they got into but like cynthia said that she hates talking about nini and i was like "Hmm? story subject oh yeah oh because Teresa was um i think Teresa was talking about something and was like asking she like asked cynthia about nini Or fr- like everyone has like close friendships and stuff in real life that got messed up from the show or something like that. Yeah. But I loved, again, I love when they break the fourth wall. Like I love I, that these shows are now I, like embracing breaking the fourth wall and not, that not being a, a point of contingence, you know? Yeah, not trying to keep you in the setting or stuff like that. Right. Like I love that Cynthia yeah. also, which is interesting, like that she's like, I hope that my friendship with Kenya doesn't go the same way. That it did with Nini. I don't believe her. But I'm like, girl. So then that makes me think because now we're seeing Cynthia's like kind of like stank side, like jealous kind of mm-hmm. energy, like, you know, petty energy. And it's like, I wonder if in some aspects, because I always thought Nini was wrong when it came to their fallout. But now I'm like, I wonder if Cynthia. Yeah. Cynthia's wrong. Yeah. Because I love Nini. I love Nini Lenny Felix. I mean, Nini is the goat. She really is, though. (laughs) Johnny, you got a haircut. India looks like a little (laughs) angel who, like, like a little doggy who needs a treat. (laughs) Your smile is so big. You're like, I'm a good one. I promise. Johnny June got a haircut. He looks great. Do you hear him? No. He's probably cursing. I do not let all this sexiness like distract you. <laughs> oh God, of course. Is that in Aries? Yes. <laughs> I be in them. Ooh. They're confident. Yeah, the ghetto, but love them. Oh. <laughs> Every day I'm like Nini going to <laughs> Cynthia's restaurant. Ooh, uh, the ghetto. Okay. Chow the ghetto. <laughs> Um, also, I think we, because, like, Cynthia says child for everything, and, like, I knew she did, because, like, I would drop in and out of Atlanta, but, like, when I have to watch her, this continues, so I'm like, wow, do you have another word? It's like us in chaos. Child, the chaos. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, um, Melissa, very proud to let us know that she planned a buggy day, where they went in these little car things. Um, I was like, Melissa, you're the worst at pretending that you planned something because like, this is the least believable one. And um, they're all on their way to ride the buggies. And I was weak because Kyle and Melissa started singing my favorite song, which was, I'll try to do this one, right? Waking up in the morning, thinking about so many things. It just want to get better. (laughs) Waking up in the morning, thinking about so many things. It's so good. And I love that Teresa was like, even Will Smith has sang it. I'm so proud of her. And I'm like, why are you proud of your daughter singing a song about you and your brother fighting? 
like an olive garden. That was really a sad moment because she was crying. And people were like really like <laughs> using it as a parody. It's not like they're singing it. And, and... Also, she's not talented. No, <laughs> like that was an accident. Artistry. And then I loved when um, Teresa like recognized it. And then the interview, she's like, Melissa's a good singer. And then she stopped and she started cackling at her own statement of Melissa being a good singer. <laughs> I was like, you're a mess. Um, I took no notes from the buggy, except that I would be Kenya on the buggy because when they're like, she's too rough. She's too daredevil. I was like, people, that's why you're getting on the damn buggy in the first place. Like, Oh, I would love it. I hate going like ATVing or anything like that. And there's always like the tour guide and you have to like follow behind him and you can't like go too fast. Like I love just like, like when I was in um, Cabo, we got to just like, kind of like go fast, like through the beach, like. I mean, yeah. until someone flipped over on an ATV and then it was like, all right, well, thanks for ruining it for everybody. But it was great. That's was why great. they get the people who'd be flipping. But yeah, I like to go fast. So I would be Kenya. Yeah. And I also don't like to wait for other people because I'm selfish. So. And Kenya should- always speeds. Like she's been the daredevil of like this whole franchise. So. So then. Also, can we talk about how Kyle, it was like, I love Kenya. Like, I love her. And I'm like, I love that Kenya is getting along with these people. Yeah, because that's what we're talking about before is, um, because I remember that too, yeah, is like that everyone's acknowledging that. And Kyle basically said what all of us as an audience was saying. She was like, everyone told me that you're the villain and that you're a bad person, but actually I really like you. And she said it. She was like, yeah, it's easy for television for me to be the villain. And again, back to that, not all diamonds and Rose book, they talk about like how Kenya does like, she's good at playing the role. So it's like, Kenya said that, but Kenya also set stuff up. Like when she set up mm-hmm. the uh, hair car- hair products at Marlowe's thing. And Kenya stuff like- more hair line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like Kenya does her stuff. So she should understand why she's being classified as such all the time. But it doesn't mean you can't enjoy someone. And I also would always say that like, I'd rather someone be a quote villain or like be less like adored if they're really being themselves. Because to me, a lot of the housewives that are really popular are super like, they don't need to be fake, but they just don't have a point of view. So like, I don't know what they stand for. Like, I don't think that they have something going for them, like a Stephanie Holt from Dallas where it's like, everybody loves her because she's so nice, but it's like, but we don't know anything genuine about her. Like we don't know. She doesn't have much of a personality um outside it's of like, brandy has a personality we just don't know what it is because she's just showing us like this polished thing of herself yeah like that block because they're all just trying to create like personas that are like as liked as widely as possible right and right so, right you know, scene. but ew i can't believe i even gave dallas some airtime so moving on to love <laughs> yucky um they like start to order lunch. Ramona, as usual, like if you are at a group meal, first of all, the wait staff, I guess it doesn't matter because like Bravo is paying for it, but like you let people order in the order that they're sitting in because like the wait staff needs to be able to keep track of who ordered what, first of all. Second of all, like why do you just start jumping and yelling your order like a fucking chimpanzee that's been in captivity? Like, yeah, I hate her. Fire her. And then Luann's like, let's play a little game, which we all know what happens when we play a little game. 
is people's feelings are about to get hurt or something's about to happen. Um, but it was kind of boring. Um, the only thing that I took away from it was like, I think Kyle was really accurate about marriages. Um, mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. like, the only people who break up are people who had problems already before this. Like, it's not like if you had a good marriage and you go on to this, that's not what's going to break it up. It's like there were cracks that existed before. And it's very obvious when someone joins the show to get a divorce to me. Yeah. You can always tell like Taylor Armstrong. Yeah. Yeah. Hers for sure. I'm trying to think. I feel like there's a lot of OC women who get on the show to get a divorce. Like, Mm -hmm. Um, like Shannon, Bronwyn. Um, Gina, Bronwyn. Yeah. I feel like they all do that. So that they have an out for sure. And then Cynthia was so boring when they're like, what's perks of being a housewife? And she was like meeting other women. I normally wouldn't. She I was, was like, talking about the white ones. Get free Burger King. We want to know if you get discounts on pedicures. Like we right. don't perks. Like I get to like create bonds that will last forever. Like we would all join a sorority if that were the case. That's not what we're talking about. We yeah. want to know if you get to go to movie premieres. Like, if you, like, do you are, get for free. Did, were you on Raya? What's going on? Tell us. Tell us, Cynthia. But it she says, has. We are breaking the fourth wall and you are not giving me anything. Not anything at all. So then they go back home and they're like taking a break before the slumber party. And the most disgusting thing that has ever graced my screen half Ramona Sager took a she was naked in the hot tub first of all with Kyle and again like I you know sex positive like feel your body all this stuff but I'm just like I'm just not close enough to any of my friends for whatever reason I never created that bond where like I like to be naked with my friends in shared spaces like that especially shared contained spaces so that's one element that caused me irk but then it was more so that Ramona's naked figure with yeah. her boobs that like, I'm not trying to mean again, but that boob job is not like the best looking thing from the blurred outlines that we saw. Ugh. And then she was saying- I was pictures. weak at Kyle, just like, like trying not to look at her, seeing like ignoring her, just like on her phone dancing. And, like, far as possible on the other end of the hot tub. I was and weak. Here, Ramona saying- wish you were here while she was like probably snapchatting it's like 72 men that won't sleep with her like because that's what makes me sad is like i feel like everyone keeps commending ramona everyone comments as if she has like a lot of suitors but i don't feel like she actually gets laid that much i don't think so either luann gets fucked but luann's the type to go to sex parties i feel like and like just being like very like sexually (laughs) engaged do you think she gets invited to the same sex parties as Matthew from Below Deck Med? Do you think no, they attend? No, I think Luann is of much more class than Matthew will ever be. Luann's are like those like couples who are like on the brink of divorce and then like some singles that get mixed in and they're all like really high rolling rich people. And then Matthews are like in a warehouse in like the seediest part of like New York City. Yeah, where, like, disgusting. Everybody- exchanging drugs that are unlabeled <laughs> like that's what his he's where the trash is um and my deluan delis Epps is not she's that's why i'm like she's probably fucked a bolo i still don't know but i think that after her ex-husband she expanded her horizons i'm sure i mean but she said things like she expanded her horizons because jacques was jewish like 
that's expanding her horizons. Well, then she said, um, she was like, my type used to be like a pirate. I've, you know, since changed my type. So I'm like, I think, I think Luann can take a dick. I think she can take. She said that she made it like classier. Bolo the stripper is not classier. I mean, but a classy man could have a very big penis. I can, I can see Luann with like a. Classy man with a big with, penis. No, I can see her with like a black man. No, because she's kind of racist. Like, what are you Five talking? years from now. I think, I like, she's she's moving in the direction. She's got a Latin lover, quote unquote, right now. I think now that she's, like, had one, you know, one dip in the pool, like, one, one toe once in the pool. You don't once you pop, back. you don't stop. Once you go brown and black, <laughs> you don't come back, you know? Once you go brown, you can't come down. She's like, I've had too much flavor in my food. Yeah. I mean, remember I can't go back. Earth, she does it. Yeah, I have faith in my Luann, and I say my Luann because I'm really enjoying her. That's like a bold person to claim. Okay, <laughs> I'm just like I'm too exhausted to like really dig in on that one this week. Ruby's but- just really like, wow, India, wow, over here. Um, like I have no words, and that's how you know I'm really. Really I don't know this like I'm drinking I'm drinking the Real Housewife Ultimate Girls Trip Kool-Aid and I'm really like loving these people yeah minus Ramona and Cynthia I mean I never thought I'd be a Kenya person or a Teresa person but here we are so like we're all exploring new horizons and yeah. finally appreciate Kyle because I've been on that train since 2010 we oh, yeah, I'm appreciating Kyle as well like I I liked I've liked Kyle but you know that I've had my moments where I'm like come on Capricorn I read you. I see you. We see You're each other. See from below deck med with the Capricorn fire. Like, oh, but we get each other. I just get the way that she moves because I have moved that way. And that is my shadow side, not the lighter side, like the, the uplifting side of me. So I'd be like, okay. mm, I see you, Kyle, because I, I've been there. I know what you're doing. You ain't fooling nobody. Wow, Mary Ellen, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh, Mary Ellen, get back in there. <laughs> when you're on shit, you're Mary Ellen. <laughs> my name had my American grandmother been able to choose was going to be Lana. Lana? I just can't. Like, I'm already bitchy enough. I could not have been named Lana. Yeah, if you were a Lana, you would be uh, like Regina George. Lana yeah, Langsley? Yeah. I well, know. That's a LL. LL. Cool. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> yes, missed opportunity. Well, in my <laughs> next, I'll be LL something in my next life. Um, anywho, they get ready for the evening. I do love a slumber party. I mean, LL, she's a basic bitch. Um, you know, I love me some like doing Manny Petties, um, Truth or Dares. Like love the PJs. Um, the only thing they were missing was a prank. Like I went to a slumber party once and I don't like something was wrong with me. Like I think I was trying to overcompensate because I was like an only child who wasn't really like allowed to go to slumber parties at first. So I was just trying to do what I thought was like what kids do at slumber parties. So at one of them, um, 
I drew all over this girl's face with red lipstick when she was sleeping and it was her birthday for her slumber party. I would be so pissed. Ruby! Her mom thought it was really funny though. But was she pissed? Probably. She was a Pisces, so I'm sure she was. One time someone like put mustard on me in my sleep. And walk yeah. like in water, and I was pissed. Like I called my mom, like I want to go home. Get me now. Well, if this girl had called, her mom would have been like, "You are home because this is party." <laughs> go upstairs to your room, like. But I think people knew it wasn't like in a bad way. But like when I'm looking back on it, telling the story now, I'm like, "What is wrong with me?" You are mischievous. Oh, ll. <laughs> I think I just wanted to be accepted, so I was like, "This is what American kids do." <laughs> Like, I was still adjusting to joining the mainland again. Because <laughs> it was delicious. Like, and I think that was acknowledged across the board. So You were like, I I've think- seen this in all the gringo movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, los americanos do this. <laughs> they draw on each other. <laughs> wow, I hit an Italian accent by that. <laughs> That's too much House of Gucci ads. <laughs> Um, anywho, I love a slumber party though. Love a reason to be in our PJs and like play little games and whatnot. Um, the way Ramona and Luann were styling their PJs though, I need that to halt. Like Ramona had her collar popped and then also had the shirt unbuttoned so that you could see the entire cleavage of her titties. And then Luann just wore a bikini top under it and left her shirt open. And a bunch of beads. Like beaded necklaces. I'm like, well, because you know she's quote Native American. <laughs> those teeth. Again, I mean, she does look like a Neanderthal. Like, not, <laughs> not in a shady way because you know I just said that I like Luann, but she has a <laughs> Neanderthal. Disclaimer, um, Native Americans and Neanderthals are not the same thing. No, 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 no. Not at all. I'm saying that because she's like, no, what, 5% Native American? At the same time. So I was just like, we're talking about two different. Oh, yeah. yeah two different things. Because I'm part Native American. I mean that Luann looks like a Neanderthal because her voice, like, when it comes to. <laughs> Please defend this. Continue. When it comes. I don't know if I can. <laughs> When it comes to, like, survival of the fittest and, like, you ever just see a man and you're like, yo, they look like they would be a caveman. Like, they oh, have the the appearance of a caveman. I think that she has an appearance of a pretty Neanderthal. <laughs> I'm telling you, I saw the back of her body and I was like, huh. And that's probably what it is. She's a cave woman, cave person. Yeah, like, she just has that, like, strong genealogy. Yeah, that dates back to Cro-Magnon. Amazing. <laughs> Loves it. Um, and so then they start playing games. And Michael is literally like, there's a twister mat out. And he's like, this is a game I'm making up as Oh, we wait, go. can we like uh, rewind to Kenya crying about Mark? Oh, shit. Not me not caring about anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, we missed a whole scene. Okay, tell me your thoughts. Okay. Well, I one thing that like that really like humanizes Kenya because I mean, we know that she's going through a hard time with Mark and we've seen her cry about it, but it just really made me feel so bad for her because you can just see just how much Mark is just like 
playing games with her. And like for you to text me and say you're sorry for the pain you've caused me, fuck you. Like I love that she like opened up to Kyle about that. And I also like when Cynthia knocked on the door and was like, oh, like I can hear Kenya crying. She should have been like, but I guess she wouldn't know because she didn't know if there were cameras in there. I guess I like, do you think Cynthia was being messy? I guess I didn't take any notes on it because since Kenya didn't want the cameras on there, I wanted to respect her privacy. Oh, oh, gotcha. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm team twirl now. So here we are. <laughs> Places we never thought we'd be in 2021. Um, ask me that last question again. Did Kenya know Cynthia brought the cameras? No. Do you think Cynthia intentionally like, no, brought I the cameras? Cynthia, I think Cynthia was just not paying attention. Yeah. I just, I don't think she was paying attention either. And, like, you know, when you're, like, the thing is, is, like, I'm sure Cynthia felt some type of way because she's a Pisces, but, um, like, I can relate to Kenya in that, like, if I'm in a bad mood, and, like, I think this is any human being on Earth, is, like, if you're upset already, and then someone is doing something that you're, like, particularly, like, I hate to say triggered by, but, like, something that's going to set you off really fast, like, you're not yelling at them because they did anything wrong, and, like, people need to remember that. It's, like, if we're yelling, it's because something we're upset about something. It's not right. Me. And so like it, yeah, it was inconsequential to me. So I was just doing highlight reel of this episode and, and Kenya crying was not one of them. Oh, I just loved that. Like her and Kyle, I, I just love her and Kyle getting close. And that Kyle was just like, you know, I think that we have a special bond. And I think yeah, sometimes I you just open up to people like, you know, people that you like some people really quickly yeah. compared to people you've known for years. So I love I mean, I just love this Kyle, Kenya, Melissa love triangle. It's giving me life. It's very interesting. So I like it because it seems very organic. It does. So I hope they're still friends. All right, can I talk about the games now? Yes, let's talk about the games because these old women gave me life. Um, so Michael made up some kind of like burpee blowjob shot twister game that I was not here for because you had to do like a whole ass like push up to get the shot and then you had to blowjob shot it like holding it with your mouth. Um, and these women were almost getting injured several times. Huh, I'm looking at Ramona again. Poor Ramona. Too old. Like, I, that's when you know that someone's not athletic or, like, actually fit. Like, she's just skinny-limbed. She and Sutton have, like, a similar body shape. And so it's, like, Ramona's not a fit person anymore because, like, if she were fit, she would have been able to, like, climb down there and jump back up and do all this stuff. And, like, Cynthia had to hold Ramona by the waist like they were skydiving together. <laughs> skydiving and the person has to be, like, strapped to you. Like it made me remember. It made or, me remember how old she is. Yeah, again, that's why I had to look up her age because there were several instances in this episode where I was concerned when she went, "Whoa, that rock!" and almost fell at the beach because she just had a rock under her foot. And then <laughs> Cynthia had to heimlich her. I was concerned. And then Michael brings a fake shot for Luann and I screamed at what I'm about to describe for 30 seconds like the whole time it was happening I was like (gasps) (gasps) like it was worse noises than that like I was horrified and uncomfortable but also like could not take my eyes off the screen I was mesmerized um Michael was like I'll set up the shot for you and um 
said that he was going to put it in his mouth and he was going to lay down and then Luann was to get on top of him and take the shot with her mouth from his mouth. I screamed. I'm like, this married man. I said, get a divorce, Michael's wife, because that's not okay. No, and I, I'm like, what your job is. If and then she kissed him. She definitely kissed him oh, on the mouth. That's when I kissed the second time, or not kissed. That's when I screamed the second time was when she kissed him. I was, I feel bad for my neighbor because I know he can hear me. I know he can hear me when I talk to myself. I know he can hear me when I talk to you. Okay, Mary. Um, oh yeah, I was like Mary. Let's not lie. I was also talking to myself before the pandemic. Mary and I are, are um, children of uh, isolation. So, like, do you ever like? Because I talk to myself too. But do you ever talk to yourself and you're just like walking and you're or you're oh, like yeah. or and then like someone comes behind you or like in front of you, you're like, oh, yeah, I was just talking to myself. No, because like if people are, around, I always get caught talking to myself. Well, I do not. I think when people are around, I'm actually like hyper aware of it <laughs> and like not wanting to sound crazy. Um. And usually I'm just talking to them. So, but, um, but like when I was with my parents and stuff too, I don't think I did. I think it's just like when I'm alone for a long period of time, I will just like talk about whatever out loud of like what I'm doing and like what I need to get done for the day and stuff. So, um, oh, but I'm loud as shit. So I know my neighbor hears me and I'm sure he thinks I'm a serial killer. And I, I swear I survived living in Los Angeles because like, I had a sketchy little neighbor next door to me and he had some kind of unsavory businesses like Jen Shaw. Um, and I'm pretty sure that me cackling at whatever I would watch on television or also screaming during the bachelor was probably what kept me alive because I know my entire building can hear me because those walls were so thin. <laughs> um, Cause like I'm an active watcher. I think I've discussed this before that like in Puerto Rico, we are active participants in things that happen on screen. So like, they cannot answer us, but we do not care. Like people will talk in movie theaters, like screaming at the screen, like, and not like just a horror movie where they're like, don't go in there. Like I watched a movie once. It was like a, one of those rom-com ensemble movies. And there was like one old lady who cheated on her husband and literally somebody yelled up when she came on screen later in the movie by herself, somebody was like, you nasty homewrecker like people get loud so even when i'm watching something by myself i'm reacting to it as if we're watching this together like having moments i think i react more when i'm alone because i feel safer oh see i've i i've cackle so loud and john's like why what is this evil laugh that you have and I talk to myself, like i'll be talking to myself and then someone will like you know like you're walking up the stairs and like someone's coming from like the other side of the stairs and i'm like yeah Yep, just talking to myself and they just laugh. The other day, oh, my mask to like in a grocery store because I like to like mouth things to myself. Like, okay, remember? You yeah. Like, but I love the mask because people can't see me mouthing <laughs> to myself. Uh, see, my problem with the mask is that I will say something out loud as if the mask is blocking the sound. And so like I made a joke at work today, like to some people like at a friend desk, so, like people who don't know me, I made a joke and they were just like, uh and so I just walked away and I was like, tough crowd. And then I was like, well, that was an inside thought. I was like, Mary, <laughs> that episode, I was like, oh no, did I just say that out loud? <laughs> I think I get mad when I watch Mary sometimes because it's a mirror to like all of my clinically <laughs> needed to be diagnosed. Mary's hilarious and she'll look over like, oh, sorry, cameras. But luckily, I, luckily I don't have a step-grandparent to Mary, so. <laughs> so. How did we get here? <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, we're talking about blowjobs. Uh, no, we're talking about, oh, we're talking about how Michael needs to get a divorce from his wife. Oh, because I said I was screaming for truly like the whole 90 seconds of the process of Luann taking the shot from Michael and then kissing Michael. Yeah, no, she is so inappropriate. She's so wrong. That's like the, that's like why I think I can't process you tying yourself to her is because she is so digmatized generally that like she does not care about other women and i'm not ramona like here to support other women energy but it's just like so gross to me i just wonder like if a michael's husband like michael's husband michael's wife was like okay like go ahead like if he asked her like you know i just gotta do this because of the show like nothing's gonna happen i would have said no it's not you think that michael and luann actually like yes because mm. the first thing he said to her on that first day and they showed us twice was that he told her he is sexy he was trying to yeah. get a wife he's not worth it well, he was like ooh Luann's here like he's not an heir to anything he's a concierge so that's her marrying a commoner there you Countess go and the commoner up the help. yeah wow I get. I gave her a spinoff, Countess and the Commoner. You really did. So can't wait to watch that and realize how <laughs> this in real life. Um. So then that stupid game that I hate with the little teeth spreader. Or oh, I think it's, it's hilarious. I've never actually played it in real life, but it looks funny. It was funny to watch, and I think the best one was when Kenya went first, and they're trying to figure out what she said, and Cynthia started yelling Rick Ross. <laughs> <laughs> She was like the old bait and switch of Rick Ross. And I was like, listen to what you're saying. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Also, for a minute, I didn't understand the old bait and switch of the Rick roll either. I don't so, know what that means. I think, isn't that the, isn't that the um, music video that people play at the end of something that's the never going to give you up song? Is it? I think so. I'm looking it up. That's what I figured. That's what I think is that when you think you're watching one video and then they played that video at the end, I think that's the what we're saying the bait and switch is. Rick Rowling is a prank and an internet meme. The meme bait and switch. You need to know about Rick Rowling. I don't know. I still don't understand. I think that's what it is. I think it's that people make you think you're about to watch one video and then at the end they put that video in it and that person's name is Rick something. Mm. Oh yeah, it is never going to give you up, yeah. Yeah. I hate that I know that because, I mean... I'm like, how do you know that? Do I know all my relatives' names? No. But do I know that? Yes. I mean, um, and then relatable content. Um, the sec- best part was Ramona peeing herself. Again, yes. I'm not an ageist. I'm not saying that anyone's too old to be on a television series, but... She is in a different era of her life right now. And I think she just needs to accept that instead of trying to be in Kyle and Melissa's era, you know? Yeah. Or at least wear a depend. Yeah. Do a Sonia. Wear the diaper. But then Kyle also Peter Peter pants. So I was like, oh man, these two. But Kyle's out of control. So that makes yeah. sense. And then finally they play Prosecco Pong. And as somebody who cares about rules, I hated that they were tossing the ball on the table. And yeah. what world? And let drink. it bounce more than once, because it's not supposed to bounce more than once. If you do a bounce, yeah. it's one bounce, and it has to hit it. Yeah, 
So that was extremely annoying. And then um, they, it was really funny because like they had been talking the whole episode about how Ramona is like horny and nasty, but she doesn't like talking about sex on camera. Um, and then she got lit. Like she got really involved in this, but you could tell how drunk they all were. Cause mm-hmm was kind of puffy and like her eyes were tiny and i was like ew i have never seen your face look like that who and ramona's oh yeah they were all drunk like, af and her eyes got really tiny and then melissa's face is always drunk when she's drunk so that one was super obvious and so ramona talked about licking cannoli cream off mario's dick i could have just lived my whole life not knowing that i didn't forever care. Um, and then I'm Kyle taking the Pepsid. <laughs> it's like my body cannot handle alcohol anymore. Like, like it's not 25 anymore. And I'm like, maybe is that the secret? Because what I'll do now, which I try to remember always after drinking mm-hmm. a lot, activated charcoal and a Powerade before I go to sleep. And I normally wake up and I'm fine. Or coconut I, water. I do two Excedrin and a cup of water before i go to sleep yeah i guess everyone has like a thing i just want it to soak up power is the only thing i can drink when i'm hungover. drinking or like usually eating drunk food before i go to bed too like yeah i'll try to do like a couple bites of something yeah it can be heavy but it just has to be something so that everything processes well but the excedrin before bed which a bunch of people are like don't do that guess what i have a master's of public health and i'm telling you it's fine my liver may say differently in about 30 years but Uh, my liver um, hates any anything well all those men kind of like fuck with your liver so and your kidneys and every your stomach lining (laughs) there's a woman at my happy hour for work that every time we sit there talking long enough she always asks me how i want to die and i'm like (laughs) are you a psychopath she was just like where like she was like where do you want to live when you die and i'm like what <laughs> and i only said this because she's brought it up twice including tonight so when I, we were talking like you know i'm talking about this liver, i'm like well i'm gonna die somehow and then i was like yeah and so and so just told asking for the second time how i want to die and or where do i want to move to die or something like that i don't know how she phrased it but it was like chaotic I like, are you obsessed with death like okay i think i think she is actually She's always very discussing it. Hmm, is she like but, a Dexter? No, but weird that you just said that because another person next to me who I don't know very well and has like a very odd like energy that I cannot articulate for the life of me. Like I'm like, we were talking about this last week. I'm really good at reading people right away and being like, you're this, you're that. like, just like getting a sense of someone. Like we're saying like, you're a people pleaser, you're straightforward you're a schemer like I'm very good at or like you're insecure about this whatever but this person I'm like I'm afraid that I because I can't figure them out Mm. I'm like you are probably the murderer because I don't know what you're doing and that person told me that they were watching Dexter for the first time so now that you just said it it freaked me out only murders in Ruby's work building well only floods in the work building because that's what (laughs) happened morning which is why i've had a day at work our building flooded and i had to cancel a bunch of stuff and people were like oh but we'll be able to get in there by this afternoon right and i was like no i just told you everything's canceled today this afternoon is part of today 
<laughs> I was I was in such a bad when somebody said that, and I was like, thank God that again the Libra in me is always like polish, 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 polish. Because what I wanted to say was go fuck yourself. <laughs> like I was so pissed because it's like I'm very professional and very polite and like very direct, and so when people don't take me for my word, especially with work stuff, I'm like, this is not a negotiation. <laughs> Do what I say. Like. This has been thought out. Thank you. Queen Ruby Victoria has spoken or Thank Lana Langlesley, whichever one. LL has spoken. <laughs> Damn. Maybe my grandma had a thought there. Um, so do we want to touch on uh, Nikki? On, um, I don't have. <laughs> she did a lot. I think that, that terrorism in action. <laughs> yeah, she, she did a lot, but she did bring up a good point and only I was only really interested in one thing, and that was about Wendy and Eddie. Like how Eddie was following all these booty models, allegedly. And then when he was called out about it, unfollowed like 200 and something people. That was crazy. And then asking her like, so did you get your butt done because he was following booty models? I screamed. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like the, there's a correlation. I'm seeing a correlation. Yep. Eek, messy. Yeah, um, she was like, she was like, kind of like disorganized. You know what I mean? Like, she just kind of like jumped to whomever at any time, and all this stuff. And then I love that, like, to me, it said a lot that she had nothing to say to Karen, really, because like, she's just like, I don't think about you, kind of. I think, and I think that I think that she respects Karen, so I think that she didn't want to no I, the buttons. Like, not that into her. That's what I got the sense of. Oh, I got like your, like, I got like, I respect you. So I don't really want to try you. That's the energy I got. Cause she, or that Karen just didn't really give anything that needed to be. That's what I'm saying. It's like, she's like, well, you weren't that interesting. So I don't have anything to say. Yeah. Um, she wasn't really involved in like that much mess. Even after she said so much stuff to Giselle, she's like, but I like, she said what we always say is like, you're a really great mother. And like, you're also a really strong person and you do all this on your own. So I think her going with all this with Giselle, I felt like was like, because she does like her, you know what I mean? Like you give attention to the people that you're interested in. Also Mia saying that she would have married G and still worked in a strip club. If she had a hundred million dollars, bitch bye. I didn't believe any of them when they said that they would have been with their husbands. When my soul. I was like, he surely doesn't. That's enough. I think I believed Karen over... Ray moves Karen's wigs. Okay. I think that like I because in the older like in the older pictures of them, Ray looked like an attractive like they have a I think they have a smaller age gap. Do they? They seem to have a smaller age gap than Mia and I mean Mia Ashley met Michael when she was twenty two and he was That was she's like thirty three now or something like that. Like she's around our age. And he's 68? That's disgusting. Um, And same thing with Mia and G-Money. I mean, I won't, I'm not, let me take back the disgusting. People can do what they want. But I I believe Karen and Ray's story above the other two. I guess. Oh, Raymond! Woo! too much i, I love eat i'm on who said that 
what were we watching or like was that where they were talking about how Karen used to look like she was in her 60s and now she looks like I screamed (laughs) they were like Robin was like you look 68 and now you look 52 that was so real because it's true Karen looked fucked up she looked old like she looked so crazy and Robin was like 68 I was like oh no Robin did not Robin just says anything that comes in her head. Robin's an Aries, and that's what they do. They will yeah. say anything without thought, like even not, if it's not bad, but it comes out bad. Oh my lord! Also, Nikki bringing up Juan and Michael, and like so, like if I if um if a woman says she wanted to suck my man's dick just for principle, I wouldn't allow her to be friends with my man. Like Michael said, he wanted to. And then when she called him gay, when she was like, does, does Juan have any other gay friends? <laughs> Ashley's like, well, he's not gay. <laughs> I screamed. I was like, ah. It was so messy. It was so I was so like, Juan is going to hate this because Robin's like, I think he just didn't want to give it much energy, which we're doing now. Like, she was low-key, like, uncomfortable. Like, Juan is going to fucking kill me. <laughs> Juan is always mad about something. He'll be fine. But Juan on the season finale, they made it seem like he had the same sex. They were giving, like, they were trying, the producers were trying to make you feel like he had the same sexual, like, feelings (laughs) for Michael. Because he was like, where's Michael? Like, what's Michael doing? (laughs) What's going on? And I kept feeling like, this is icky. I don't know. I'm so weak. They are making it seem like Juan and Michael are lovers. Because then I think, didn't Michael leave? Like, he left, and then Juan was like, I gotta go. Like, I gotta go doing something. Like, and Robin was like, okay. And I was like, why are they making them seem like they're lovers? No, I have a bias in that I think what they're making it look like is that Juan is buddies with Michael, but Michael is in love with Juan. Like, that it's a one-sided affair. I don't know. That season finale made me feel like it was a mutual love a mutual penis love if so there's something deeply wrong with Juan that we just didn't know about before I mean I don't think that that's true but the way that it was produced I'm sure he looked at that like they trying to make me seem like I'm gay (laughs) which nothing wrong like if you are bisexual gay however you identify pansexual live in your truth you know Juan if you if you are living your truth however i do not think that he is i think that they just made it seem that way and it gave me the creeps i can't sorry rob i'm giving it this too much energy this is not what you want i think we're done (laughs) follow up with i mean we we don't have that much to follow up with um That's what I'm saying. Is like there's nothing else to say. And scene. <laughs> we are yeah, chaos. Child the chaos. Child the chaos. Um, yeah. I guess that's it, guys. Yeah. Let's be unceremonious about it. See y'all later. Bye.